Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This your host, Good Luck Chuck. We back at it with another episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Uh, the free agency period period has just begun not too long ago, and it's officially the new year of the National Football League now, as we are in the off season. Uh, Chiefs had to let some guys go, some guys moved on, and we also brought in some new guys that can help keep this thing rolling. You know, hopefully get a repeat for this upcoming season in a few months. So before we get, in all, get into all that, uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share all your social media platforms. Um, introduce the panel here. My guy Country's on the top left. My homegirl Kylie's on the top right. My guy Boogie's on the bottom right. And we bring back former Chiefs tight end, co-host of Chief Concerns, Jason Dunn is back in the building. How you doing, Jay Dunn? Man, what's going down, man? Doing all right, doing all right. A lot of things moving, like you said, out here. During the off season, so it's uh, some surprises, uh, and then there's some things that are not so surprising. Put it that way, but it's all good, right? Like you said, man, we, we keep everything rolling. That's what it's all about. So, you know, that's a dope ass hat, Jason. This right is, man. I had this fire. Yeah, I like I this fire. <laughs> you know what? I got the Kansas City. I had a, I copped this song. I can't remember where actually where I got this. You know, I, of course, I'm looking for different hats. You know, in here, Kentucky, you ain't really got a whole lot of sideways Bengals stuff. I get Bengals, Tennessee. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when I go out to Kansas City, I think last time I was out there, you know, I go grab about four or five hats. That's what I do. So, yeah, this was like one of the ones I had to get. You know, of course, with the dreads, man, it's always hard to get like the, you know, the fitted, like the eight. You know, <laughs> Snatch them up quick, you know. That's so I don't even mess with them, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the New York dudes got the big hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I see, nah, yeah, but everything's been good, man. How y'all been doing? You know, been watching y'all, checking y'all out. I, you know, I step in, sneak in every once in a while, I'll sneak back out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if y'all see me come in or not, but I do. I come in, check y'all out. Leave out, but uh, you know, I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, I can't tell y'all. Appreciate yeah, we you, man. taking the stairs. We taking the stairs, Jason. I hear you, man. I, hey, my brother, y'all keep it up. I'm telling you, you know, what I'm saying that, that's what it's all about. And uh, you know, y'all, I, I want to thank you all for like bring me on the show because when we kind of first started, I was like the first ones to get me on the show to start talking. And you know, I'm always every chance I get to just pump y'all up, I'm, I'm gonna do it. You know, so. You know, Appreciate uh, that. Hey, it's like coming back yeah. to family. You know what I mean? It's like family back here, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, we're going to get to all that. Oh, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> right. So, it's, yeah, a little, it's, a, it's a little tension between Cincinnati and Kansas City. I don't know where it came from, but it's just a little. Oh, yeah. It's been a thing. Hey, look, I, look I'm, in, I'm in Bengals country. I'm in Bengals country. And I'm telling you, I, I don't mind. I'm like, bring everything to me. I'm taking it all, right? You know, we got we got a couple of those uh, speed knots for you. What's happening, What's happening Joe? So... Uh, now I love it. I do. I love it. I love fighting with the Bengals fans down here. You know, because really, man, you know how it is a team that's, that's kind of, you know, kind of start winning. You know, they, they've been like the, you know, always on the back, you know, always scowling. You know, they don't <laughs> they don't like being there. Whatever. 
know, finally to get a team to start winning a little bit, they start talking a little trash, you know. So of course, you know, to beat the Chiefs three out of the last four times. I'm just like, look, man, y'all just y'all enjoy that little victory, okay? Hold on to it. Please do that, right? But everything, you know, everything's right in the kingdom. Everything's right. Oh yeah. The ship. Do you think do you think they should be more inspired by us than wanting us as an enemy? Shouldn't they be more inspired? Because we immediately we are kind of like the same franchise. We had success, we had long droughts, right, right? And we had a lot of playoff disasters and a lot of playoff failures. And then we got our guy, we start winning, we start being on top. We it's the same franchise for real. Yeah, kind of, kind of. You know what it is? It's you know, went to the Super Bowl with Icky Woods and those guys. I don't know Icky and all those guys, right? Because those guys are still kind of around here, so I see them guys all the time, different places. Uh, and so you know, they kind of feel like they a little bit of royalty. They feel like they was better than the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they, they did that little Super Bowl run, and of course Marv was there, and then they had Ocho Cinco and all those guys. So to them, they just felt like they was. You know, hey man, we we deserve to be here. How how could we not get in that type of love? You know, Kansas City's getting it. Well, the reason is Kansas City have been putting a couple trophies up, right? That's why. So, uh, you know, they kind of they a little upset with that, you know, because all they they not getting that love like they they, they think. So, you know, you gotta they, finish the job, man. You gotta finish the job. It's about you. Hey, look, you get all the pieces you want, right? But the thing is, at the end of the day, at the end of the season, whoever's holding Lombardi up, that's what it matters, right? That's it. That's it. Yep. Hey, the, they, the Warriors they, went seventy-three and nine, and nobody, nobody even cares. No. Right. Right. Yeah. I know they it love, hurt Charles. They hurt Charles. <laughs> they why, love why talking they, about that why, AFC Championship trophy, though. That's like their favorite why, thing. Why would that hurt me, man? Steph got four of them, so. But anyway, let's go on and get to the annoying younger siblings here, in, in a sense. Um, <laughs> Orlando Orlando Brown was the big news last night. So he went to the ops, man. Um, you know, I'm glad he still got a job in the National Football League. Um, let's see here. He had a four-year, $64 million contract. It included a $31 million signing bonus, which is the largest ever for offensive linemen. So uh, he got his money that he was looking for up front. So I think that was the difference in comparison to what we offered him, like we did offer like a few more years and it looked like we offered a little more money, but it wasn't like as front loaded as Orlando would like. So he got that. He still gets to play left tackle. He mentioned like he gets to carry on his father's legacy and all that. Uh, it's just that, man, you had to go to the ops though. The mm -hmm. ops. <laughs> but he's used to the AFC North anyway. So he's played there. He played in that division before when he was in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Um, I know there was some Chiefs fans last night. They was joking around. There was some that trashed him a little bit. And, you know, I, I didn't really trash him. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we needed him, you know, in order for us to get to the ball and win the ball. And, right. you know, the thing with Orlando Brown when he was here, um, he wasn't a bad player. I mean, he was good enough. It's just that in his time here, like during the first half of the season, he'll start out slow. But then during the second half, he'll finally catch on and, you know, put on their little peak performance on, or, or whatnot. So that was kind of the thing with him. But what, what was your guys' reaction when Orlando Brown decided to take his talents to the ops? Well, I, I'll say this, okay? I, I, I've been thinking about this. First off, I'm congratulating for him going ahead and getting the, the 
bag that he wanted. Uh, look, I'm, I'm never upset with a player going to get money. I'm not, okay? Playing the game, you understand what you're putting yourself out there for. Um, you know, at the end of the day, teams are going to take their best interest at heart, and you got to do the same thing for yourself, right? I mean, you're really like a company or corporation. So, fine. He goes out to Cincinnati, gets the bag. Cool. I ain't got no problem with that. It's the NFL. It's a business, man. It's a straight business. So, my thing is this. I can't diminish the man for being here, what he did, his contribution, like you said, winning the Super Bowl, what he was able to give here. You know, I think he needs to be celebrated for that, right? I think what people were more upset about is how he went about it, okay? Mm -hmm. And I said this, like, you know, of course, like with last year, you know, kind of holding off during training camp, right? It kind of felt like, you know, he was kind of holding the team hostage in a sense, right? Because it's like, look, who who else you going to get? And so when you start – trying to pick guys up, you know, to play that position, that was a tough position to be in. And so that's part of the negotiation bit of it. Well, he comes back. Once he gets back, then all of a sudden, of course, you know, a little bit of injury. I know he was injured. People don't really want to, you know, give that part of it. But I think not missing training camp, that's huge. Like like, like the speed of the game during all season, you're not really getting that full work. That is a tough position to be in, especially playing left tackle. You know, it's just the man of that position. But then he comes in, he doesn't really do that well, right? Feet ain't right, you know what I'm saying? Looks slow, he's a little rusty on top of the injury. So, yeah, of course, then everybody's like, man, you ain't worth all that money. Yeah, come on, man. You you doing all that hollering for the first and second, and you ain't even not showing it? So I think that's part of it, man. I, I think it was a lot, a lot of it. And then, of course, now, uh, to be honest with you, this, this is where I'm going to go with it. So I talked about this, man, on our show last night. Uh I think him going to Cincinnati was kind of like a like a screw you, Chiefs. I think that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? I think there was some bridges that was burnt. Felt like he wouldn't be appreciated. And Chiefs probably had the same amount of money on the table, you know, if not more. And he was just like, you know what? I, I ain't even trying to hear it. I'm going to go out here. You know, now I'm become just, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he's, a, he's a mercenary. He's a merc. He's going out there, man. He's just going to get that money. And plus, look. 31 up front, cool. Guarantee, go on, take it, man. Go on, take it. And, and it's for, you know, lesser years. You're not, you're not into the, the whole six years contract because obviously in the, the six-year contract, the Chiefs were backloading like most of the majority of the money on the back end, right? As a player, you want everything up front. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you never know when it's going to be your last time playing. That's the reality of it. And so it's just uh, a business that is, uh, you, you know, it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of injuries, but also too, man, you got a, a window. You got a window to try to make that money. And so I'm not mad at him about doing that, man. I, you know, I'm just I'm gonna leave him alone. Okay, he, he's he's Cincinnati now. Cool, man. Congratulations. Glad you're over there. Right? Look, don't let the boy hit you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're clowning. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. What y'all think? We'll see you soon, Orlando. <laughs> right. I ain't mad at I ain't mad at him. Get the get your bag, bro. We we wasn't bad about that. Like we we not we gonna we not gonna come off like suckers like that. You know what I'm saying? Go get your money. Right. It but it was a lot of parting shots and jabs that it looked misconceived or not. You know what I'm saying? It looked like he was throwing a couple jabs. Um somebody alluded to Juan Thornhill doing the same thing. Um not to that degree, but sort of kind of too. So, 
I mean, get your bag, man. We happy, but you know, go where you go. You know, don't 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 throw shots at it, sir. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't do that. You know what? I'm gonna tell you, I'm just because I've been in negotiations. Sometimes negotiations, man, can be downright disrespectful. I'm telling you, like I'm when I'm telling you, like in that room, you talk to your agent. You know, your agent's telling you everything that the team is saying. They're telling you everything, right? Oh, this guy right here, man. You know, we well, we you know, we had to help him do this. You know, he, he came out of shape. Uh, I don't know why he wants this money. He's worth this amount of money, and so they're not gonna hide anything from me from what they say. And sometimes, man, you get you know, you shoot. This this is your livelihood, right? Your body. This is the livelihood. So anybody talks about what you're doing at your job and your work, and everybody's just trying to tank it, though, man, throw shade on it. You know, you're gonna be a little upset. Believe me, I look. I've been negotiations, and I like I tell for real, man. I had a, I had an offer on the table, and I told I did like I bought this stuff. I was saying, you tell them they kiss and wipe they, they ass with this, okay? Seriously, and I threw it. I was like, man, forget that. I ain't doing this. And so that's just part of the negotiation part of it. So, you know, from the outside looking in, we could speculate like everything's on the up and up. But man, behind them closed doors, man, you talking about shark. I mean, you know, same thing with Frank, <laughs> Frank too. Hey, Frank, we love you. We hugging y'all, man. You did a great job. Look, Frank, you know you got like five sacks this year, man. You, you, how we how we gonna pay you for something like that? You want this type of money? Hey, man, come on, man. You want you know? So you know everything is coming out, especially in that negotiation, man. Somebody gonna say something that you really don't like. You know, it's the same thing in relationships. You know, if any of us relationships, and somebody gonna say something, and feelings gonna be hurt, right? Some things you just can't take back. You ain't gonna be able to take it back. So, you know, we they, we got a divorce. There we are with, with OBJ. <laughs> He's at <laughs> Eagles are loving him now, right? He the who that? He played a pre Oh God! Hey man, yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. Tommy, he'll have to do the same thing. He had it. Oh man, you know. Oh, uh, two is the best quarterback, and I, you know what I'm saying. You got to play your part, man. All you know, you got to go in with the whole. Pageant answer and all that, right? That's what it is. So that it's, yeah. it's hurt feelings, man. It's it's hurt. I, I just know it was something there, and I guarantee when he made that signing, it was just like one of those, man. You know what? Screw y'all. Yeah. Seriously. Man, it was a bummer. Like I was just like, it was a bummer that he went to the Bengals. Like I knew it was coming. We knew he was leaving. He wasn't gonna be around. But it was that he went to the Bengals, someone that we've had a huge rivalry with. I'm not upset. All right, whatever. Anyway, my whole thing is just how he handled it. And then he signs off with Hootay, and he knows what the chant is. And so, like, it definitely felt like that was, like, the dagger in it. Um, but, like, good for him. He got paid. And to the Bengals' benefit, I feel like they got better at that position. So, um, good for them. Good for him. But I'm not mad at Juwan Taylor coming over. Like, I feel like we're still going to be in good shape. So, uh it is what it is, like a breakup, clean break. Everyone's got to go their separate ways and do what's best for them. Right, right. Great segue, Kylie. <laughs> Speaking of Jawan, how do you feel about his, his hold athleticism? On, hold on, country. We got to get bugs we, about this. Oh, we my bad. I'm sorry. I thought we were moving on from them. I apologize. No, I, I think it's uh, three ways you can look at it. I think the Bengals, like Kylie said, I definitely think they got better. They offensive line, I was uh, listening to their spaces earlier. They haven't had that stability at left tackle, so they get that. I think that'll help them. But I think we won, too. I, I don't think 
We all all year we was talking about shit. Uh, is Orlando Brown the eighteen million now? Is he? At, I mean, mm-hmm. he got less than all that. All that we was talking about, he got less than all of that. And I, I think he bet on himself, and it's one of those few times, like when Le'Veon Bell did it, he bet on himself and he didn't win. I mean, thirty million sign on bonus, highest ever. That's good, but I don't think if you told him last year that's the contract he would have signed this year, I think he would have took that contract we offered him last year. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I think he missed out on that. But uh, a great philosopher, uh, Mozzie, once said, "I don't mess with suckers and blanks that do." When he said that, who they? He know what's up, man. He know what's up when he said that, man. So respectfully, I'm happy he got us that Super Bowl. But it's up, man. I, I can't wait to play against the Bengals. Hopefully it's uh, week one, like I've been saying. But I don't think, as Chiefs fans, I don't think it's a, a huge loss. Like i seen y'all boy Skip Bayless saying this is a huge loss. I don't see it as a huge loss because, like you said, we got Juwan. And even if he is not as good as Orlando Brown, we still got Tony. We still got a top five offensive line regardless. <laughs> so I, I'm still cool with that, man. I, I think everybody wins. See y'all soon, man. <laughs> For real, dog, Delaney. For real, dog. <laughs> that who day, man, was just it, it, as him lighting the bridge on fire. Mm-hmm. You know, right behind. He didn't have to do that. He, mm-hmm. he didn't have to yeah, do that, that was part, extra. Man. That was, that was a bit extra done man it's one of those things like look are you are you really on board i guess so that got it who they here we, here we go yep. too soon though too soon too soon hey man do it do it a month down the road or something right a month down the road too soon uh, i will say this okay and i, and I think it's, it's really like one of the questions is are we gonna have juan taylor play left tackle okay and i and i do believe yeah i I, I hear what you're saying, Boogie, that we won. I think it kind of put us in, in in a position that now our hand is steering toward getting a guy in the draft. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I think that's that's really what they're thinking of. Dwan moving from right to left is going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge. You know, it, 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 and playing the position, people don't quite know understand how tough it is going from right to left. I know it, it probably seems like it's an easy a transition, but man, when your body gets so used to playing on, on, on one side, right? It's just like anything else. Like if you're right hand, I don't care what dominant hand you are. The other hand, having to do it on the other side, is going to be a little bit different. Not saying that you can't. It may take some time, right? We just don't know how long it's going to take for him to make that adjustment. Um, if you get a young guy in the draft, you're going to have to develop him. It's going to take some time to develop a guy like that. But I think there are certain guys that you get in the draft that you you can like hang, hang your hat on to develop, right? Like I'm, I'm not. There's like there's probably four guys that I'm not scared of being on the left side in the draft. Four. Other than that, I'm like, man, that's, that's going to be a, a big project. I just think four of them to me is like, okay, we kind of went out. We know that our pass protection, you can help a guy like that out. If you put Juwan over on the left and let the guy uh, that's a rookie kind of develop. Then you can move Juwan back over to the right, right? His natural side. You could, you could do those things. Um, so I, I think also, too, Orlando just kind of – it was another one of those, like, you know, what? Well, screw you. I ain't dealing with y'all. Now y'all don't have a left tackle. Uh, y'all got Juwan. He's a great right tackle. No no problem. Now y'all got to have to deal with him, you know, doing the same adjustment I did when I came over from the Ravens from right to left, right? 
And look, man, look, and let's be honest about this. Nobody passes as much as the Chiefs do. That's the reality. And so we now, we're talking about he almost did 900 pass block attempts last year. 900. Next guy was like 242 next to him. You know what I mean? So I, I think, man, you just got to think about how how all that's going to play out, really. You know what I'm saying? And so he didn't care. He didn't, he didn't care nothing about that. But I think beaching him probably knew that was going to be the, the, the position. And I, I don't mind. To me, taking a guy in the, in the first round, like I said, one of those four, it works for me. I take a rookie in the first round, definitely, and, and tackle. Yeah, man. It's, it's funny how this Bengals fan base, man, they just keep lying to themselves, <laughs> just like the sporting voice down here. And they was kind of lying to themselves last night. Now, granted, yes, it's a bit of an upgrade over what they had previously at tackle. Jonah Williams, um, they talking about moving on from him now since they got Orlando Brown Jr. But at the end of the day, you're going to see some of the red flags we, we were talking about with him. And that's not to say that he's not a – that he's not a good player. Orlando's still a good player, but there's just some chicks in the armory in this game a little bit. So, but let's go ahead and transition to, to our guy, Jawan Taylor. Um, somebody mentioned in the comments that he did play a little bit of left tackle at Florida. So um, I know it's, I know it's a little different in the pros, you know, the level of play, um, it's a little tougher. So the transition, it, it might take a bit, who knows, or he might catch on, but I do, there is a positive in this that, um, it's basically like the kind of the same offense that Jacksonville runs with Doug Peterson and some of the same concepts there. So mm-hmm. I, I think it, I think he'll catch on. You know, maybe early on we might see a bit of a struggle, but I think I think the kid's gonna do well. So I know his contract it was like four years, eighty million. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, sixty guaranteed. Yeah, sixty good. guaranteed. Whew. That's man, that was a good signing right there. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you think that helps him though? Because being in Doug Peterson's offense for a year, he should be familiar with the concepts. Maybe the verbiage is different. No, nah, should be um, somewhat, somewhat. But it's pick it up. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. I think pass protection is kind of uh, will be the same with the Chiefs. I probably they probably not telling you know anything that much different. I mean, literally, Doug is like Andy. You know what I'm saying? Made all over again. You know, so Doug is yeah. promising some different things. But I mean, you had to think about how long Doug has been under Andy. You know what I mean? And so, uh, I think uh, I think he'll make a quick adjustment as far as like the verbiage. He's got great feet. I, I, he's athletic, man. I do love that about him. That's that's a big. I think it's a big difference between him and Orlando Brown. Is you know, I kind of watched him, and I, I watched I watched the uh, the Jaguars game. Uh, today, you know, that playoff. And he has, mm-hmm. man, he sits real well. He's got great feet, uh, real quick, stout, you know. So he could he could definitely make a transition. He could definitely make that transition, no doubt about it. So. And then, then you got a vet like Joe Tooney next to him. That, that got to be, that got to push it up even more. Like you, a, a guy like Joe Tooney, he made Orlando Brett better for sure. And in my opinion, because when Joe wasn't out there, it didn't look the same. <laughs> the whole line didn't look the same. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I think even though it's going to be rocky, it's not going to start off and it's going to be a golden trail. Right. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be some 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 speed bumps out there. But I think that combination of being young, athletic, 
And then you got Joe Tooney next to him. You got Andy Reid coaching him up. You got Andy Heck coaching him up. And Andy Reid can scheme him to look better than he looks too, which is another factor. So I think that, yeah, it might be a bumpy road, but I think he'll get there. Yeah, I saw too. I saw too where he hasn't missed a game since being in the league. So he's a guy who can stay healthy. Um, given our personal training staff, I think, or the Chiefs' personal training staff, I think that's um, only going to help him improve with that. But I know, like what you're saying, it's going to be a transition for him to go to the other side. But like you said, he's got great feet. Um, it's great signing. He's young. When his contract's up, he'll be like 29, I think. So not even hitting 30 yet. So I think it's a good signing. I'm excited for him. And he can fish. And he can fish. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a big-ass fish. That 600-pound sucker he reeled in, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. What is your expectations for him at left tackle, though? Do y'all think he will be better than Orlando Brown this year? I think he, he can make be. $20 million. He got he to gotta make – he got to look like $20 million out there now. He got to. Yeah, like just some of the stuff that Jason Dunn mentioned already, like as far as like his feet, his athleticism, um, the way he places his hands. Um, you know, it's um, he hardly ever makes a mistake. He makes sure he's he's set. He makes sure he he makes sure he makes sure that he's in his set. You know, in every snap. So um, I I just think he's gonna get better moving forward. You know, once he makes that transition and whatnot. I like what you said also with the. When you put the rookie, you uh, factor that in. If he is not what we think he's going to be at left tackle, you can still slot him in the right tackle, and it's still we still won't be it won't be a bad contract. That's why I'm a little more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. If we do go grab a left tackle or a right tackle, however we do that, yeah. He, he, the, contract, he the contract is structured. It's really what a two year deal. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. I'm, uh, yeah, his cap is like only five point eight million, and then the rest is like, uh, yeah, the rest was backloaded. So. He did. He, he did have a quote saying that he's willing to play whatever position, and he and they haven't they haven't put a particular position. It still says OT. Right. It says offensive tackle. It doesn't say left tackle, right tackle. So I think even that is still in transition. I mean, if you can pull him and then get a, a quality left rookie tackle and you set for what at least the next two three years where you got to play creed and trey you set. no no doubt no doubt and that's the thing about it i, I think and I, and I think the strategy is if you if you get a guy in the draft okay you're gonna have him for like you said at least the four years okay he's a lot cheaper than getting another guy another left tackle because they were talking about getting a tonsil here and all that. I'm just like, man, yeah, woo, y'all trying to put a whole lot of money into the offensive line by just doing that. Not just saying tonsil wouldn't have been a bad, uh, uh, you know, gift for us, but, you know, if you got a young guy and you do the same thing, like everybody was hollering about, like, the, you know, you over at chipping, you helping Orlando Brown out. Well, you can help, you know, the young rookie chipping too. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you got uh, Tooney right there on the inside of you as well. So you still got that support around you, that group, right? Still got all all those things, all the the uh, you know the the safe things that you can do with the with the young tackle. And so I think Beachy and them are thinking like, look, you know what? If we're gonna take a we're gonna take a chance, we can save money. We can take that money, put it elsewhere, right? Getting somebody else here. 
Okay, now look, you know what I've been hollering about. If y'all ain't seen me, you know I've been I've been talking about trying to get a wide receiver here. I'm trying to get a guy <laughs> here. You know what I mean? And I've been I've been hollering about D Hop. That's the that's what we want here. That's what we want. I want that's my tight end right there. That's my tight end. Yeah, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, they, hey, I'm telling you, look, you, look, we, look, we, look, look, we family. So we gonna have a conversation. Okay. Get comfortable, Doug. Get comfortable. Okay, we gonna have us a conversation. Listen, look, I love every guy in that room. I really do. I love every guy that we got. Guys that we haven't quite seen yet. We don't know if Ross is healthy. If he's gonna be, you know, how is he? How is he coming along and everything? We don't quite know. What I do know, there's a guy out there in Arizona with some dreads that come in here and catch every ball thrown to him. You dig what I'm saying? Every single one. He can run every single route that you give him. He'll make everything look easy. He will. He yeah, will yeah. take the pressure off Kel- Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And then you let everybody else eat around him. Let Tony eat, Sky Moore, MVS, let everybody else eat around him. But let D-Hop come here. D-Hop, will, he wants a championship. He wants a ring. I'm telling you, he wants one. And he will do everything that is possible that he can do. He'll make all the catches you need for him to, make, to get one. And I'm telling you, we, we're talking about dynasty. You want to solidify yourself? Go get that man. Go get him. Seriously. So, yep. yep. I don't know, I, man. What do y'all think? You know, Boogie was I saying all this last time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boogie and Chuck were on it. That's what we we're talking about. There we go. Uh, okay. I, I done said it on the show previously. I done said it on the show previously, dog. Like, look, you bring a guy like DeAndre Hopkins in there, your window extends pretty far. And on top of that, you get to prolong Travis Kelsey's career a little bit longer. Yes, sir. You know, you – yeah, because you definitely want to kind of preserve him at this stage of his career, even though he is still the best tight end in his position. You know what and I mean? D Hop is the only receiver that's been available all offseason that we've heard of. It may be another receiver out there, but D Hop is the only receiver. If he's traded to the Chiefs, he would be the number one option over Kelsey. I, you could argue. He's that good. Eh. That's a that's a hundred catch guy. Yeah. It, that's it, a hundred catch guy. Well, then you you don't have to. Well, Travis Kelsey had to get double teamed anymore, right? Now now you got legit with you know, Travis still one on one with people. He's still giving them work. So you know what I'm saying. So so that's the thing about it. you got these two premier wide receiver wide receiver premier tight end. You know what I'm saying? Pacheco running the ball like he didn't run it too. Come on, man, that, that'd be a scary offense. That'd be a scary offense. I'm telling you, corners would be shaking in their boots. For real, they absolutely they would be shaking in their boots, man. I'm telling you. And it's crazy, like, there's no way in hell, like, this dude's a three-time all-pro receiver, and, pe- and I'm tired of people acting like 31 is really that old. Like, I ain't really seen a, a big drop-off with DeAndre Hopkins yet. I've, I've been saying, like, he got at least two more prime years left in him. At and least. the rest would be, like, very good. So. His contract's only for two years, right? Yeah. He said he's willing to play out his contract as it is. What else do we need? This is perfect. He don't want an extension yet. He'll play on this contract. This is a hundred receiver, twelve hundred yards, at least ten touchdown type of receiver. What's the trade value though? What are we trading for him? I go up to a second, uh, but I don't think we even need to go that far. Yeah, I think they call it for the like third. a third and a fourth now. Wow. I think here. a third gets it done. Wow. I think a third yeah. gets it done. Yeah. There you go. Who's that? Him at seventy five. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Thanks. He said it. <laughs> 
Respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah. Come on. Come on, D-Hop. We want you, man. Come on. Yeah. I, I've been against yeah. it, but I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm definitely not gonna be mad if it happened. That's I'm I'm not stupid, but I just I, the age and the draft capital kind of got me a little leery. But I mean, if you're talking third, fourth, and the money is cool, then then I mean, you'll be a fool not to want D Hop. I have a box of D Hop cereal upstairs, please. <laughs> I don't know where my daddy found it. <laughs> can I can I ask you a question, country? Oh man. I'm sorry, I gotta do this. I'm sorry, I gotta go ahead, go ahead. Would you rather trade for D Hop, let's say a second round pick, or would you rather have paid Juju what he just got paid? I, I do not like giving up that second round pick, but I looked at uh Juju's contract and if they weren't gonna pay that, then they didn't want D I mean uh Juju, period. I just that's the that's the solution. I I know what I was saying yesterday. Well, what I was saying is if they didn't want to pay him what what the Patriots did, how they did, then they clearly didn't want Juju back. You're okay, right. I agree with that for sure. Yeah, I, I don't I think just, Yeah, I don't think they was in love with him either. I don't think they was in love with him. We're talking about a window, and that, and that's the thing like you're talking about, country. So you're not gonna get a guy in a draft that deep what D Hop can do, right? Not sure guy, when I'm sitting over and I looked at it. At the 10 years he's been there, he's been top five, I think five or six out of the years, okay? Top 10 out of the seven out of the 10. Top 15, I think eight or nine out of the 10. I mean, when I'm talking about a guy that is clearly a number one. Clear. Clear number one. There's no questions about it. Look, if you need it, look, D-Hop, you need to take PEDs during all season before you get ready? I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody bring that up too, man. But look, D-Hop, he won't be ready. He gonna catch. I'm telling you. When you come in, like you were talking about, Boogie was talking about. He is easily a hundred uh, uh, catch guy, thousand yard guy. Easy, easy. He played nine games last year. Nine games. Hold on. Look, I did that. Yeah, nine games. <laughs> Sixty four catches, uh, seventeen yards, and three tubs. That's what he did in nine games last year. Last year. Who was his quarterback? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy, Trace McSorley, and he always matched what Juju did here. That's yes. this past Mr. Nintendo Switch was his quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and Juju, Juju had seven games on top uh, on him. Seven games. Come on, man. I mean, had, Juju had seven games on him and had what, like two hundred more yards? Two hundred more yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. I, I, I'm slowly turning to the dark side, Boogie. I know yesterday I was clearly on the other side, but I've, I've had a lot of talks with people. Shout out to Kyle Henney. He, he got on me last night for about an hour. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Thanks. I'll see. He got on me for real. Shout out to the King of Says podcast. They, they kind of got on me a lot last night, so. I, I will not be dragged kick, kicking and screaming. I will be happy. You know me. Once you put the jersey on, I'm good anyway. I don't care if I never liked you anyway. You know what I'm saying? Once you put the jersey on, I got my pom poms out. So yeah, I'm good with it. <laughs> but it's just Boy, like somebody just, somebody just made a point, and, and they keep bringing this up is, well, do you need a number one wide receiver after what you did last year? And I'm like, yeah, you do. 
Yeah, like why why keep making it difficult every single year, right? You don't you don't need to keep doing that. And so, look, I love Patrick. Patrick's doing some magical magical things out there, right? Do we do we want to keep having do magical things out there and, and possibly getting hurt running around and doing things like if guys are not open or not getting open? And so the ball come out of his hand quicker, okay? So you're taking away from him taking the hits, all right? You know you can throw the ball up to D Hop. He's gonna go up there and go get it. Ain't no question. Look, we know. Look, I look. I love MBS, but every time we throw the ball to MBS, you're like, oh, woo, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yep. For real, for real. Yep. Yeah, for real. <laughs> hey, you know, ain't no hate on it, but look, we just, you know, too. Oh, in that scenario, does MBS become a casualty? Because you can get out of that contract if you wanted to. You, you could, but I, why should you? Right, because okay. you, know, you know the thing is, maybe, maybe D Hop showing some more. I don't know, maybe something else. Right, if he's if he's making plays, let's just say some bad. You know, worst case scenario, something happens to the number one wide receiver coming out. You still got MBS who played well in the in the playoffs, and that's exactly what you need out of a guy like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think we got to keep MBS now, also because. Just like you was just saying about MVS, we all love Tony, but we know he's been injury prone. That's, I mean, that's a reality. That's right. That's another reason why I said we get D Hop and we have to get another veteran receiver. I know we want to go into the season with Tony as our number one, whatever they want to say, but he is injury prone. We cannot go into the season just with him with no depth behind. Him. Yep, you're right on that. Yeah, um, but yeah. But but yeah, um, you know, but I do want to say this, like, you know, shout out to the guys who did get paid, you know, Juan Thornhill, shout out to him getting a bag in Cleveland. Shout out to the fan arguably a fan favorite, Colin Saunders. He got a bag in New Orleans uh for three years, twenty one million. I don't know what the guarantees are, but yeah, shout out to uh shout out to Binky, man. Shout out to Binky. And, and both of those contracts were affordable too. So don't let that slide under the radar. They could have paid both of those contracts, all three of them, actually, they probably could have paid Orlando Brown too. Like they could have paid all of these contracts. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they could have. And then you know, shout out to Juju, man, for getting what he got in New England. You know, he uh, he revived his career here. He got a Super Bowl ring out of it. He was productive, and now he gets to take his talents elsewhere. And he's financially secure. So, you know, shout out to all the guys that contributed here and let them forward. So. Yeah, a little bit of echo, uh, Chuck. Okay, I'll fix that real quick. So, so uh, our last point on that though, uh, Jason, um, Juice did say I like the committee approach. Does Pat fall back into that? Tyreek down there somewhere with D Hop. Does does that happen again? Are, are we falling back into that scenario? Cause, Cause, clearly the room would be it would be more well rounded mm -hmm. than just Tyreek and Travis like we had. Uh, I'm I'm just saying, does, can I don't think he falls back into that that uh, depending on that like he used to. But uh, is is there is there a scenario where he does? I think the difference with uh, the whole Tyreek's down here somewhere is where D Hop's like a pure wide receiver. You know, I mean, he, right. he really is, and so. There's throws you can make with D Hop that you don't have to be, you don't have to throw a deep ball to him. You know, you don't have to, you know, he could take the top off the defense if he needed to. 
but he can he runs comebacks, curls, you know, uh, crossing routes. I mean, he, he runs it all. And he runs it all effectively. That's the thing about mm-hmm. it. You can throw the ball anywhere near him, and he'll make that catch. He make it look easy. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when I'm talking about like a pure wide receiver, that's deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, that's the prototypical guy that you want. You know, mm-hmm. so there he is, six foot, six one, whatever he is, and you know, lanky, athletic. So, you know, Pat was running around. Then it's like, well, I got to throw it deep, right? That's that's my only, that's my only thing I have to do now, right? Because I'm, I'm calling into the situation. D Hop gets open now, so I think a lot of it is just, you know, having a guy that's a receiver that can run every route, run against any corner, and get open. Mm-hmm. I think that's part, part of like the committing thing to me is just that's what makes it difficult for a quarterback. You got a guy down there who can't get open. I don't care who it is. If he ain't getting open for you, that's tough for a quarterback. And so that's why you see Pat scrambling a little bit, right? You see some of the things that he's doing and trying to get out, just trying to extend the play. Why is he extending the play? Well, guys ain't getting open. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. I also feel I also feel like Tyreek was kind of a security blanket. Like I know what kind of just to piggyback off what you're saying, like when a kid's growing up, they got that little blanket that they're like learning with, they're hanging with. And I feel like that was kind of Tyreek when he was younger, like in the first couple of years of his career, first few years, he really had to lean on Tyreek. And then he got forced to be feel uncomfortable and throw to different receivers. I don't think he'll retract back to that because he was forced to like step outside his box. So I think, yeah, I think committee would be fine, but I think the app would thrive here. I was actually convinced after last week, you guys yelled at it yelled at us long enough that I was like, all right, I'm on board with Diop. They convinced me last week. I was thinking That's about how I feel it. Like, day. I know. Well, That's and then Juju left and I was like, well, yeah, now we now we would really like to see D hop. So I, I just go go ahead, Boogie. Would you I don't think he will revert back to that because like what country was saying, if you add D hop to what we have now, the receiving core is probably the best receiving core we've had since Mahomes been here. Mm. You still got MBS. You still got Scott Moore. You still got Tony. You still got – we got way more options than just Demarcus Robinson, Pringle, and Tyree. I'm might be history, that. bro. That um, might be the best wide receiver core. In... For us, I think it would. Yeah. I, you know how I mean <laughs> no about Moore. Mm-hmm. I'm high on Tony. You get D-hop with that, I think that's by far best Mahomes had and it would – I don't think he would revert back. Okay, okay, here, here the deal. To fully jump on this bandwagon, <laughs> can I can I bring McCall back for like six, seven million? I'm out. <laughs> sounds like he, it sounds like he's out, but I haven't heard anything. But these cryptic it, tweets, you know how they can be. It's a little, it's a little <laughs> quiet on McCall front. Can I bring? Come yeah. on, man, let me bring McCall back. I get rid of Watson. Watson, the free agent already. That, and I, I'm saying no. Oh, okay, if, we, if we're gonna replace Watson, I'm replacing him with Thielen. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, now y'all ain't gonna talk me into Thielen though. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna talk me into Thielen. I love y'all to death, but I ain't. Y'all ain't talking well, no, me into. No. <laughs> he, I, 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 I don't see it. I don't think it's some gas in there, but there ain't a lot, and it's cheap gas too. It well, ain't quick trip gas. He almost had about the same year Juju had, though. That's what be so crazy. Like, yeah, but man, and, and he was yeah. the number two receiver. We he gonna be yeah, what third, yeah. fourth, fifth. We don't need Jason. You better have a hell of an argument to buy me in the theater. 
Nah, look, Thielen, he he's a possession receiver. You know, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna outrun nobody. He ain't gonna no. do that. He'll catch everything thrown to him. He will. I just I don't think he'll be able to get open. I mean, Thielen is he's a lot older D hop, and he don't have what D hop got. You know what I'm saying? He just don't. So you you'll be settling and getting Thielen. You know what I mean? You you're settling. And so when I'm looking at the list of guys like wide receivers and whatnot, man, come on. I mean, D hop's at the very top of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Juice said, no feeling. I mean, <laughs> hey, before you know it, it's going to be here. Yes, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, feeling, man. Feeling. Right, right, right. He's got feeling. <laughs> not the answer. Yeah. He's just a, uh, I would, that's like our, our fourth, like I said, replacing Justin Watson. Justin Watson played a lot last year, though. He yeah. played a lot more he, than he, he played. played he played a, a little snack. too much. A little too <laughs> a much. A lot too much. For my liking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but as far as, like, if we don't get D-Hop somehow, I think the next best option is DJ Chart. That's just me as far as – That's me, too. He's, he's 26 years old. He was rounding in the form, uh, come out the injury he had previously, and it looked like he, he looked like he was getting it back last year um, in Detroit. So, I think he'll be a nice young piece if we don't get D-Hop. So. I like DJ Chart. I, I do. I think he's a good receiver, you know. Is he a number one? That's what I'm, I'm, I'm we need a number one. We need, we need, we need a guy. Okay. Not just a guy. We, the guy, we need that guy. Okay. I know they talk about OBJ and everybody's still bringing him up. And I think it's just the injury with him. It's, you know, his, the right. ACLs is always, you know, you, that's always in the back of your head. Is it he has pass, man? That, I mean, that's the reality of it. You know? And he asked for fifteen to twenty million. I'm like, bro, you ain't played in a minute, bro. I don't truly no believe that he's one. Getting twenty million when Juju, the receivers they hit the market this year didn't get twenty million. He haven't been healthy, hasn't had a thousand yards in how long? Twenty million a year? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Crazy, he he's tripping. He's tripping. No way. Yeah, I don't think nobody's in the market for that. So, okay, so we lost. Um, we haven't talked about the other addition, um, and I am not gonna try to mention his last name. Charles, help me out. Cuts his name is Charles, Charles, Charles also. Charles, a menu, a menu, yeah, a menu, a menu, yeah, okay, yeah. I ain't gonna be saying that too much. I'm gonna call him Chuck, <laughs> <laughs> Chucky defense already. <laughs> Chucky defense. <laughs> uh, how do you okay, feel Chris. about him? Now, we're familiar with him when he was with the Texans. And coming out, I did like him coming out in 19. And apparently, uh and talked to him in 19, too. So, they felt the same way. Uh, what does he bring to the defense? I think he's versatile. He can play inside and out. Uh, George can play inside and out. Chris can play inside and out. I think that that's uh, – that's a pretty good thing. You can line them up anywhere and scheme around. Yeah, I think Spag's gonna have a lot of fun with him. How you feel about that? Yeah, man. I, I think, man, that's a great addition. Great addition to the defense. Uh, you know, I, and I'm always looking for a good, you know, pass rusher, speed rusher, a guy that's like you said, versatile, a dude that can, you know, actually come off the football. Um, he, he's he, look. He's got all that. He's got all that in his bag, man. He does. Uh, Big guy, I think he, he, you know, he's young. He's just, uh, 
we were talking about this. Like he had we with Bosa playing out there, man, with San Fran playing in that type of defense. I think he's gonna bring something to the table. I think he's gonna bring all that energy and whatnot out here with the Chiefs, man. And I think because they was talking about he was like either what fourth or fifth overall. He only played like 54% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. And you let that joker get just let him play, man. He's he's gonna wreak havoc. He's gonna wreak havoc. So man, this is a good signing. This is this is a really good signing for the Chiefs. Uh, should I actually had him up there uh, for us to get him on uh, during the offseason? Really, That's, he was one of the guys. I had him. I think he had Arden Key was another Yannick, uh, the goat, you know, the Cooey or whatever his name is. Those are like the three. But this right here for a defensive end edge, it's good call. Good call for them. Yep, mm-hmm. two years, twenty million is what he signed for. And yeah, like um, for for as of right now, he he's only come in to in like passing down situations, you know, to where he'll wreck happy to get to the quarterback. Um, all of the film I've seen so far, it's it's all positives. Um, the one thing that he'll have to work on a little bit more is that it's like stopping a run. But other than that, I mean, the dude is a hell of an athlete. You know, he's physical. His first step is explosive. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's, he's good with his swim moves, all that. So, I think if he does get the opportunity to be the full-time starter, that's if the Chiefs are going to go that route, then I think he can do something special because, like you mentioned, Jason, he played with Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa's one of the best defense linemen in the National Football League, and we got somebody currently on the D-line that's one of the best defense linemen in the National Football League right. on the interior. So, yeah, I expect good things out of the kid. Darren, you got 20 snaps in you? I got 20 snaps in me. I always got 20 snaps in me. <laughs> you know, a game. I, I ain't talking about just twenty. I'm talking about a game. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the game. Yeah, you need yeah. some oxygen or something too. <laughs> <laughs> I defense, Look, I, I put my hands on somebody quick now. My, my little space. I, I'm good. I hold. I hold the dog out of somebody. I yeah. You ain't going nowhere near the ball. Yeah, I got twenty in me. Hey, I've been um, a little off subject, but I've been thinking about because it, it ties into Cullen though, because Cullen was running the drills for uh, uh, Carter, the the Jalen Carter kid. Man, what is he? What is he doing? It's he kind of messing it up a little bit right now, ain't he? He came in a little bit overweight. He wasn't doing his drills. He's not running. Is he? Is he terrorizing his draft stock right now? Wait, who's that now? Jalen Carter, Jaylen, from, yeah, is he from Georgia or Alabama? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, you know what? Sometimes when I was out there at the at the, at the little um, NFL PA thing, sometimes guys coming into the draft don't quite understand what they're getting into. You know what I'm saying? And what? I, and here's the reality, man. Sometimes you bring in like some of the bad habits you had in college. You think like. In college, you were great. You didn't have to really work, and you just was able to come out talent. Yo, it's a whole different. It's a whole different experience, environment coming into the NFL, and it's going to be a rude awakening. It's going to be a rude awakening. And sometimes, what what ends up happening, man, guys, just if you're not really fully prepared like you should be, I, I don't. Man, it's tough, tough position. I just hate to see the. Because he's young, he's a talented kid, of course. Yeah. He's going through some legal stuff right now, but I think he got cleared on that. He got probation or whatever, but mm-hmm. I just don't want to see him ruin it. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, but I, I, I'm sorry. But no, Cullen, is, um, Cullen oh, was yeah. running them through drills. That's another reason why I bought it up, too. 
that he was the one running them at their pro day. So that's another reason I brought it up. You know what, man? It, it's and the, everybody, you being evaluated on everything, every single thing. And I'm telling you, that would that would hurt your stock, believe me. And all the teams talk, or every single one of them. I don't care what people say. Scouts, they all do together they all drinking together they all talking to one another and if somebody brings something up they don't like it oh man i don't like this dude this dude's lazy oh man come on man this dude ain't giving no effort this is what you're gonna get on sunday so if they trying to pay you a boatload of money and you better have everything pristine i'm telling you like it's just i told them jokers out there i said man do you know how much money they're giving out in the nfl right now they give them money away you ain't get you ain't on top of on point with everything man y'all tripping y'all uh, absolutely tripping Y'all gonna mess y'all bag up, you know, fooling around. That's big facts. Big facts. Um, so I don't know if everybody got everybody got to say what they said about Aminu. Uh, Carly, did you get a chance to say your thoughts on it <coughs> or Boogie? No, I I don't have much to add. Um, I like that he's a quicker guy. I like that he's got long arms. Uh, he's got a big wingspan. I think he's got like thirty six inch arms. So he's got some good reach. Um. I like the energy he's going to bring to the line. I do wonder, and I want to ask you, Jason, do you feel like they're going to go out and grab another like interior defensive lineman? Do you think that's something they're going to look for in the draft? Uh, do you think they're done in free agency with the defensive side of the ball? No, nah, shoot. You, they better go get an de- interior defensive lineman, at least two of them, at least two. And they got to they get somebody that's going to compliment Chris. They're going to have to. And look, and I, and I think that's the reason, you know, and, and we was talking about Colin earlier. They, they went in love with him, and he just didn't do enough. This is, look, the, the NFL is a performance-based business, pure and simple. If you ain't performing, man, they're going to get you out of here, right? And they'll let you go. they let you go somewhere that you need to go. But they're definitely looking for interior D-line. I, I'm, I would be absolutely shocked they didn't get somebody. You find somebody in free agency, you got to be the right guy. But I think you had to get some of these young guys out of college because in college – you only know what you know. As soon as you get here, I'm going to mold you. I'm going to mold you about going to go get that ball. This is what you need to do to be successful. Learn from Chris. Make sure you eat everything. Sort of like uh, like uh, Kalafis did last year, right? Kalafis got better because he had bets around him. And so he was able to benefit from that, watching Chris and all those guys. And so that, to me, is uh, I think that's what you need to do. In the draft, you got to catch at least two guys, another defensive end, another pass rush guy. Uh I think it's your that's your 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 glaring need is that interior. That's glaring need. That was a problem all year last year. I, I don't know how everybody else believed. I kept saying it all year that we needed more out of those guys on the interior, not just Chris. Mm-hmm. Somebody right. should step up, man. Somebody and, and I just didn't feel like there was enough there. The other guys, I'm just like, man, how y'all not come on, man? We need y'all. So <laughs> I think yeah. one thing I, I took away from this signing also is that Spags is finally starting to mold this D-line like that Giants D-line he had. Mm-hmm. We get longer, we get more athletic all around, all yes, four D-linemen. That's right. So I, I think it's going to be good. Like you said, Cullen is a hell of a coach. I, I like this. Uh, I, I like Charles. I think he'll be able to get some pressure. They said he can uh, pass rush from the interior. So you can mix him around. You can swap him. Uh, Chris Jones around, you can be a uh, matchup. Uh, you can go based on matchup of who you want to attack. So I think yeah. that's going to help us a lot when we get, of course, like you said, more interior help. We got to replace uh, Colin. We got to replace Nani. 
We got to replace Frank Clark. So we still we got to replace Dunlap. I guess you could call this the Dunlap replacement right here. Yeah. Yep. But we still have a couple more spots that we need to fill on that D line. And uh, I see my boy Jinx tweeting it out. We got a lot of snaps we got to uh, make up for. So we need some bodies for sure. Definitely. Big facts. True story. <laughs> yep. And like, and like, um, and another thing, um, I we I did see that they, they we brought back Turk Warden, you know, mm-hmm. on some unfinished business type of stuff. So uh, before Turk got hurt last year, he was playing well. He was playing extremely well. He was yes, he was. Um, he was killing. It was looking like. It was looking like he was about to have a career year. So, you know, hopefully he, he bounces back, uh, gets back to where he was before the injury, and, you know, his defensive line can be scary again. Underrated re-signing. You show right, sir. Definitely. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anybody so now, out there? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, news, uh, Yeah, the other news that happened is um, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, he converted his roster bonus into a signing bonus, so he created $9.6 million in cash space. So I want to ask the rule this. Uh, what happens first? Like, do the Chiefs acquire somebody else that's out there in, like, free agency or maybe trade? Or do you think the front office takes care of some guys that are currently on the roster as far as, like, extension? Mm. Possibilities. That's a good question. I'm think, going. I'm going to the. Go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. You a guest. I'm sorry. I, I, no, I was going to say. I, I think you know. You 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 got to take care of your in-house guys first, right? The core guys. And I think Chris is the main one that you're thinking about. You know, getting an extension out there. I mean, he, he's. I wouldn't lose him. I, I I I just wouldn't. I wouldn't lose Chris. And I think Chris has every intentions on staying in with the Chiefs. He's going to make it happen. Uh, I think they're going to find something to get something done. I also think also too you you're probably looking outside and, and seeing what is what is available. And so if you're talking about maybe a D hop and all those different things, you're trying to find that money and move everything around, right? But I think you got to have that consistency, like core group of guys uh that makes everything work, right? I think Chris is one of the guys I think is easily is is somebody that to me is a priority to get this deal done with him. Yeah, I think he the biggest. He the big six. If we yeah. playing dominoes, he the big six. Yes, he sir. the first to the board. He start every game. Mm-hmm. When that domino fall, the rest of it uh, all makes sense. D Hop, uh, Sneed, whoever free agents out there, everything else will make sense once it, once that big six hit the board. Right, right. It's the truth right there. I ain't gonna lie. I know we all want Chris Jones to get re-signed first, but I I think that's gonna come later. I don't think that's about to come right now, like we all think it is. I think that'll probably be after the draft. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they sign him tomorrow or right now while we on this podcast. (laughs) Please. But I I think it's gonna take a little bit longer, and I think the Chiefs know that they don't have to sign him right now, so I don't think that they go rush to do it when we still letting free agency play out. But I, I do think it's going to be a priority, and I still think it'll happen. Okay, well, I'm with that, Juice. Please. Because <laughs> we passed the first wave, right? Like, we into the second wave, right? Yeah. 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 I think this is where Beach plays plays the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't play on the slide. He play on the merry-go-round, the second, <laughs> the second wave. And, I, and we still, like you said, we still got other players. Like, I, I still want McKinnon back. Like, I, oh, I'm, please. I still want players like that back. I, we really haven't lost anybody that I'm really besides Frank Clark. 
we really haven't lost anybody that I'm like, oh man, that's a big loss to me yet. Right. Right. That's why I'm at with it. So Kylie, what's your thoughts? Do you think you think somebody in house gonna get taken care of or you think another transaction's gonna happen? Um, I'm honestly I'm really surprised that they haven't already extended Chris Jones. I for sure thought that was gonna get done yesterday to like whatever. We were gonna already hear about that. Um, especially when he tweeted out, you know, I'm a Chiefs for life. Like it just felt like everything was moving in the direction of them getting an extension done right away. Um, so the fact that that hasn't happened yet, I am kind of more thinking more towards Boogie. What he's saying, it's probably not going to get done until after the draft. Um, Beach does like to see that second wave, that third wave, and kind of see what happens. Um, I don't know. Obviously, I want him signed right now. Like you said, Boogie, maybe it's happening right now. We just don't know. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be after the draft. Yeah. Uh, to me, when I first saw this news about Patrick Mahomes converting, um, you know, his bonus into like a, a signing bonus, the roster bonus into a signing bonus, I was like, OK, I think I think they're trying to get Chris done here. That was my original thoughts. But, you know, I can see both sides of the argument, you know, because um, I heard some people say that, yeah, Beach could wait till after the draft to take care of Chris. <coughs> so. I mean, I, I I can see both sides of the argument here, but I probably I may lean towards you know them getting Chris done, but we'll see. I also someone I heard someone say that they think it could already be done, but it's just not out yet. And I was like, I don't know how that wouldn't be leaked already. But is that a thing that could happen? Like a deal would be done and it not be. But why would they not tell us? Like, what would be the right them not telling us that he got extended? Mm. That's what I think, like I said, he he a domino. Once he fall, I think they're getting it all. So when it fall, it just falls straight. I think they lining all their dominoes up. Now, when when Chris fall, that's probably gonna knock Sneeze domino down. That's probably gonna knock a potential D Hop or Odell Beckham, or maybe you are negotiating with Odell Beckham to find out exactly what his price is. So I know how far i need to knock chris down i know how far you know what i'm saying like i know how much money i need so maybe they still negotiating outside so it might be chris falls first but really chris falls first because i need to get this money for odell or, well, we or got the money for that, like right now if like if we need we got 14 million space right now so it's not like we just don't have any money but but also what Pat did was secure enough money for draft picks and stuff too. But we only need like what, all the draft million. picks that we would get. Like that's what he converted for. We only need like five million for that though, right? We got ten picks, bro. We need a little bit. <laughs> need a little bit more than that, doc. <laughs> but that don't mean ten guys is making the the roster though. Facts, facts. You know, I, I just think I just think that Chris might be already taken care of. But I think that in order to get, in order to secure somebody else, I got to find out what you need first before I can knock this domino down. I might be crazy. Who knows? Announce it right now. Like, we ain't doing nothing. We, we can go another 20 minutes. Can't we do <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm saying this. Uh, I, I, think, I think if you if if you wait to sign Chris, okay, what you can do, you wait to sign Chris, mm-hmm. you can get everything else worked around it. You could just kind of give Chris a guarantee. Maybe that's something that he was like, they kind of worked out. It was like, look, Chris, but we don't have to do you right now. We don't have to do you right now. There's no need. We know you're going to be here. 
we done told you you're going to be a chief for life. We're saying that. We're giving you, I guess, some type of guarantee. And those things can happen. Those things are some, you know, you can talk behind, you know, uh, behind closed doors about how you want to work everything out after the draft, right? Uh, and so I think Chris is is tight enough with Veach and him that he's like, okay, cool. I, I can wait for that. He, he can wait, right? Because it don't have to be done right now. It don't have to be. It's no, it's no, it don't have to be done right now, right? So, um, everybody talking about that chief for life tweet. The one that that opened my eyes was, what he say? I've been here before. Or I, I I can do it on my own. Or I'm not. That one was. That one was a little bit more like, ooh, okay. What you talking you about? about you talking about the I'm. You talking about the I'm built for it tweet? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. One. That that one was the the eye opener for me, more than the, I'm a chief for life. Because even if he left, he a chief for life. I think he would come back, ring of honor, Hall of Fame. He'd go in as a, like I think he's a chief for life. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. So yeah, but speaking of draft, man, let's go and transition to that real quick. So we still got endless options with all the transactions that we've made so far. So, like, Jason, I'm going to ask you this. Like, um, what do you think the Chiefs do? Like, what's the first priority? Do they trade up? And is it, like, best player available or is it, like, specific need at a position? No, nah, it's got to be specific need at a position. You know, if you trade up, like I said, you got to get you got to get a tackle. I, I, I would think now because of where everything is, I think that's where they're leaning toward, to getting a tackle in the first round. Okay. That would be a big signing. I think it would be a big signing to everybody. Everybody will be okay with that signing. You know what I mean? Uh, and so, obviously, Paris Johnson is one of those guys going to go off the board soon. You know, I don't know how – if, if you could work to get him, that would be the perfect scenario. You know what I'm saying? Perfect scenario. Uh, if not, then maybe wait on to uh, Anton uh, Harrison. I like Darnell Wright, too. Darnell Wright is another – he's a very uh, uh, athletic guy. Strong, a joking man. He plays hard, and he's got some dog in him. So I like him a lot. Played with Trey Smith too. So I think he's a guy, man, that could absolutely come here, man, and, and be great. I think he'd be great. Uh, he, he's he's got somebody left tackle in him too. He's played left tackle, uh, so you know, a whole season. But then D line would be my next move. D line, okay. D line, the pass rush got to be one of those guys, okay. Second after that, another guy. I think you get wide receiver still develop him. Yeah. So I would go heavy defense. Probably my, my next three. If we if that's where we're going. Offense, heavy defense, and then you go pick up whoever you want. Might be able to catch you a tight end or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, wide receiver. How many, how many actual holes do you think we have on this team? That that you would be like. Okay, that's that's a problem. That's three. a hole. Three. Three? Yeah. Three holes. Interior D line. Interior D line. Mm -hmm. Defensive end pass rush. And wide receiver, number one wide receiver. And then okay, and tackle. I need I'm, I'm sorry, tackle. That, that's another one. Because obviously, same thing with Yang and all those guys. They must not be trusting these guys. They must not trust them, right? So you still got to address that, you know. 
Jason, are you you are comfortable with the secondary being exactly how it is right now? Love it. I wouldn't change a thing. I love it. Look, them young guys, they stepped up. But the greatest thing that happened last year is watch those young guys develop. They developed like they were supposed to. They got they got better. And them new jokers are ready. They ready to take on the world. I don't care who you bring in the arrowhead, let them guys challenge. They are ready. They 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 were shown they could do it last year. That's all they needed. That was all they needed. You want a Super Bowl too? Them jokers come out there cocky, man. I'm telling you, man, they shutting everything down. <laughs> Ground crew, real. How do you how do you keep so many rookies motivated after winning a Super Bowl? How do you keep them motivated? Sure. Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. Main thing is uh, don't get comfortable. You gotta let them know. Don't get comfortable, because the thing is, this thing don't come around. What y'all just, what y'all just now uh, experienced, this is a lifetime thing. You gotta realize this. This it could just be one off. But for y'all to be good all the time, we need for y'all to step up each and every time. Only single one of y'all. So I think it's just one of those things. Those guys got to stay in, in, in on top of it. I think you know uh, uh, Spags do a good job keeping those guys together. I think Reed to do a you know good job of that. So veteran guys will be able to help those guys out, those young guys. But as soon as – here's the thing, though. <laughs> you got to excuse half a man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead and continue, you got to – if one of those guys – just say one of the guys start feeling themselves too much, right? Okay? Start doing that. You got a Yankee. You got a Yankee joker. You got to put it sucker on the bench. You know what I'm saying? You know, so you don't let you don't let nobody get comfortable. That's the thing about it. don't don't let them get comfortable. All right. I, I I also think that 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 quarterback he ain't gonna allow it. He ain't gonna allow it. No, no. Because he he on a he on a totally different mission and he's fighting. Hopefully he don't come back. But he's chasing Brady right now. I I really think he is chasing Brady in his mind. Whether he get there or not, I think he's really chasing Brady. And I don't think he's gonna let you. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna let you slack, bro. You you can get up and out of here for real. Yeah. With the quickness, with a smile on his yeah. face. <laughs> I tell you what, if, if 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 fifteen gets two more trophies, he surpassed Brady. I don't care how many. Whoa, 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 whoa. I love it. I love it. Keep keep talking. That was boogie, y'all. Oh, boogie. What's up, man? Wow. Talk to wow. him. Talk to him, John. Tommy be like, yeah, you know, he ain't got no rings, but he's better than me. No. I don't know, that, he, no. Break, no. Break it down a little bit. Break it down a little bit, Boogie. What's up? <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how him winning four rings could – we we can't uh, – and we do this with LeBron, too. We can't yeah, just know. live in the moment. We got to go their whole career. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady went to the AFC Championship 80% of his career. Tom Brady went to more Super Bowls than 50% of the NFL. Yeah. Like, no, nah, we can't do that, man. We, it, we're not doing that. Well, if if we're going by rings, is Bill Russell better than Michael Jordan? No. Nope. Most, most people will say no. Most no. people will say no. Oh, so. He got 11 of them things, though. Man, he got 11 of them. The thing is, and, and Boog, we had to talk about, like, just the whole body of work, passing yards, you know, 
we had to think about the defense that Tom Brady had with him. He had, look, Tom had Hall of Famer defensive guys. We know that. That's a fact. You know, top, his top first, defense. His first dynasties he did, but Tom Brady went to the Super Bowl with the 32nd ranked defense a couple times. 32nd ranked? Yeah, yeah, 32nd, 32nd, right? Patriots had one of the oh, that's low, that's low, bud. Patriots had one of the worst defenses ever when they went to the Super Bowl. Mm. What year was that? that? In the 2000s, I don't remember that. Patriots didn't have a great defense every year. Someone put the rankings up down in the comments. Yeah, Yeah, somebody put them being near the bottom. I don't remember them being near the bottom ever. Patriots transitioned from a a defensive team to an offensive team with Brady. They wasn't always the offensive team. I mean, the defensive team. No, they, look. They Towards the later, yeah. Look, I ain't taking that yeah. away from Tom Brady. I'm not. But Tom Brady recognizes who that guy is. He know he recognizes who PM15 is. He sees mm-hmm. it. He's very apparent. He's like, man, you know, he's, he's got it in him. He's got it in him. If he knows if somebody could break his records, all those the Super Bowls, PM15 could do it. If, if Pat- I, I would say I would say he knocked Joe Montana out with five. He's permanently in the conversation. It's it's a Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes conversation, and then everybody else falls in line. Is that fair, Bud? He get the five. You said if he gets a five, what? If he get the five, the conversation starts with Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, and then the rest of y'all. Oh yeah, he gotta get yeah, he gotta pass. Uh, Joe Montana for sure. Yeah, I, Joe is. You got to pass Joe. He got to pass Joe. That's what I'm saying. We leapfrogged him, and I'm a Chiefs fan, but come on, man, we we leapfrogged him over Peyton already because of the rings. Like, hold on. Yeah, man. my thing. My you thing know? would probably my, my thing would probably rank in Peyton. Uh, not Peyton Man, but my thing would probably rank in Patrick Mahomes is this. I need at least. 10 years out of Patrick before we really start trying to properly rank him because my thing is this Tom Brady did play in like every single era of football you can think of he went up against defenses where he could be physical actually uh, knock somebody head off actually be physical with the receiver at the line of scrimmage and all that and then now you're playing this current era of football where you know you can't really hit is hard, you know, you got to make sure you don't go for the head and all this other stuff, you know, and it's a little more difficult to play cornerback too, so you got to look at all that, but as far as like where Patrick Mahomes is at right now, yeah, I mean, it's arguably like the best start of any quarterback in NFL history, but it's just some of those little things you got to look at as well, so I just Uh, need a little more body work for Patrick before I can just probably rank him like that. Okay, let me say how how are we going to ignore the whole uh, the flake gate and tuck rule. Mm-hmm. How, how, how oh, you get spicy, done. You get spicy. Here's the thing with the flake gate, though. Here's the thing with the flake gate. The flake gate was this: like when the ball was deflated, New England didn't, wasn't really scoring like that. Um, like right before halftime, when the ball was deflated, but when the ball was inflated, coming out of halftime, that's when New England was really putting it on the Colts. You know, if you're talking about the deflate gate stuff, so I mean, the ball being deflated and all that didn't really affect much or anything. That tuck rule did. That tuck rule. But the tuck rule, yes. One of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would also add. I would also add. Pat got a little bit more competition than Brady got. Huh? 
Pat got a lot more competition than Brady got. Because sure. it was Peyton, Brady, Ben. That was probably Drew it. Brees, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Like, Please don't push me. <laughs> you gotta stop. You, you you were good until you said that. But 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 no. But what I'm saying is, Pat got a lot of up and comers, a lot of young Herbert, Burrow, Allen, Lamar. He got a Hurts. He got a lot of people coming. That NFC is down, but the AFC is a a gauntlet. Every year it's gonna be a gauntlet for the next few years. But look at the teams the Patriots didn't beat, though. Man, they beat the Eagles with Andy Reid. They beat the damn the, uh, Atlanta they with that the offense. That was a good offense. I mean, the Patriots beat some good teams. So I, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not taking that, Rams, I'm not taking that away. The Rams but I'm saying, it's, it's, I'm saying there's more quarterbacks in this era than it was back then in their era. You feel what I'm saying? But Brady didn't play the two errors. And they had Aaron Rodgers. I forgot about Aaron Rodgers was in there, too. You know what I'm saying? Got to throw him in there, too. Uh, I, I think it's a lot of up and coming. The NFL's in good hands, I think, for the next few years with Pat. Pat is definitely the face and the leader. So um, it's going to be some competition. I think five get him there, though. I, I think yeah. five. Got and then Brett Favre still has some game left, too. He had to, he had to go. He had to deal with him, too. Here so, Brett just went to the Jets again. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Aaron Rodgers. My bad. That was <laughs> right, right. He's literally copying his career. <laughs> so, so, look at this right here. Somebody, somebody pulls it up. It said Tom had the eighth, tenth, ninth, eighth, fifth, eighth, fourth, second, fourth, first, sixth ranked defenses in his career. Uh -oh. When he won, uh -oh, yeah, this is all top ten. Not two, but, but he went one. to the Super Bowl. What? How many times? Um, ten times in his career. Nine so with the ten times he had a top ten defense. Ten times in his career, had top five scoring defense of five times. Ooh, and only twice that had the Patriots defense been outside the top ten of scoring defenses during Tom's career. What was what was the Patriots defense ranked in two thousand eleven? Uh, in twenty eleven, fifteen. Oh. What's that? All points or yards? Because right here it said it was thirty first. I don't know. 31st, is that off of yards? Is that off of yards at that 31st ranking? Boogie on PFF. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't no PFF. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, so done. Um, I'm, I'm, you the GM. I'm letting you pick. Yeah. I'm letting you pick whoever you want. I, I, I want you to pick your guy. It don't matter to be the first round or anything, but Jason Dunn, you get the next pick. Whoever you pick, we rolling with it. Who's your guy? Uh, my pick. Any position. Any, any position. position. Where, where I'm going. Oh man, you said any position. I'm just gonna go with need for the Chiefs. I'm I'm just gonna say Paris Johnson. I'm I'm, I'm just gonna go with him. That's a, that's a safe win. I'm just going at it. because you know I see we're 31st. There's a lot of things we're not gonna be able to address. The guys we're gonna get. But I think we need that guy, a young guy like that. That's who I would get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Boogie. They, they say um, you like that running it back, though, John. It was yards. Yeah, it was yards. 31st in yards. 31st in yards. 31st in yards? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. But points against was like 15th. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they right. found 
But Paris, but Paris, Paris Johnson. Here's the thing, though. Um, I think Paris, Paris Johnson. I mean, you you think he's gonna be available at 31, or are we gonna have to trade up for him? Yeah, trade up for him. He ain't gonna be available. Yeah, right. How far is that going? Oh man, top 15 maybe. You say, would he go top 15? I mean, that's what I'm thinking for him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That'd be be a splash, though. It'd be a splash. Yeah, you you just had to to work around, man. You just had to, you know, just now you had to maneuver. You had to maneuver as much as possible, right? Maybe some future picks or whatever and, and try to make it work that way. And then you save yeah. a couple more for D Hop, you know what I mean? And the, I was just gonna say, you know, right? man, you got a second or a third already, you know. So, but I forgot about it, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hold that third or fourth for D Hop, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and like, and like, there are there are a few decent decent tackles in this draft class, whether it's left side or right side. I mean, you also look at a guy like Broderick Jones from Georgia. You also look at a guy like Dewan Jones out of Ohio State. Put on the right side, so there are plenty of options. Oh yeah, plenty of options, no doubt about it. I tell you, I like that right kid too. That darnell right kid. Yeah, um, right, yeah. Like yeah. Right be, right. Before we get out of here, and, and and you know we love you, done. How was your experience with the coaching, man? Did you? I I know you. Enjoy, I talked to you about it. I know you enjoyed yeah. it, but uh, bring us in behind the scenes on that. Oh my brother, man! Look, I had I had a wonderful time out there. You know, I'm, I'm so glad I did it. When they asked me to come out there and be the tight ends coach with the uh, NFLPA, the, 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 the game, uh, man, I jumped at it. I jumped at it. I had a chance, man, to talk to these young guys coming into the draft. Met some really, really talented guys out there. were some really, really talented guys. And so these guys that's coming in the draft, I know a lot of them. Uh, you know who you know was really uh, impressive? You know who I liked a lot? Was uh, my mm-hmm. man from Louisville, the quarterback from Louisville. Uh Man, he uh, was, Malik Cunningham. Yeah, Malik, man, he's a cool cat, man. Mm-hmm. I really like Malik. Some receivers too, man. It was 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 really good. Tight ends I had, man, was uh, kind of underrated. I think they're like third, fourth, fifth round guys. Uh, but just catching up with dudes that you're like Andre Rising, man. Me, me, and me and Dre, man, we 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 kicked it. You know what I'm saying? It was good, Spider-Man. man. Yeah, man, good, man. That's dope. Yeah. He he definitely on our wish list. On the guest wish list, he's bad moon up there. Yeah, he's definitely I, up there. I'm gonna have to reach out to him, man. You gotta catch him when you can. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those, man. You gotta get hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But man, it was just like having conversations with him, just talking about things. When I came in, Dre was leaving out. That's that's how I got the 89. I got it from Dre. I was like, Joe, Dre, man, you don't mind if I wear the 89. He said, Oh man, come on, be done. You got it, you know. So uh, we, we go way back. Uh, Derek Alexander, uh, shoot, we had a uh, uh, Benny Sapp. I'm gonna talk about some Chiefs that we had out there. Benny Sapp, okay. Benny Sapp, out there. Oh. Yeah. And they say his son is balling too. His son, Benny Sapp Jr., is balling too. Yes, he is. He he's uh he, he got into I, I guess uh, XFL or something like that, you know. But he he's he he's definitely got NFL talent for sure. He's That's what's up. His is pops all over a little bit bigger, got the same speed. Uh, mm. Man, let me see. Seneca Wallace, uh, Eddie George, you know, hey. Jeff Fisher. Man, I like all the dudes, man, that I was just out there with. Uh, 
Jackie Slater. Me and Jackie, man, had a good time just talking to him. Yes. About the wealth yes. of with Jackie. Oh man, He's sitting up there just listening to him all all day, all night. Him having a conversation, just talking about football, talking about technique, guys he went against. And you just talk. You you knew why he was so great at what he did. And I was like, man, if you could take that guy's mindset and put in these kids, man, they oh, shoot. You know, you got Hall of Famers all, all over the place, you know, so. Uh, but it was such a great experience, just being real with guys. And one thing that we did, man, I just I took the, took the lid off of it. Let them know everything, all the good and the bad about the, the, the NFL. You know what I'm saying? All the business part of it. How they love you, how they love you one minute, hate you the next, right? Orlando Brown Jr., I mean, it's just it's one of the things you just got to deal with. Um so it's all about maneuver navigating in the NFL, man. And you just don't quite know what you're getting into when you're getting drafted. And so me being able to impart that type of knowledge on these guys, man, was, was really a privilege for me. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. And so, yeah. should, should they have a class, should they have a class in college that, that teaches you that, that, that strength thing you just talked about financial, uh, how to get a proper agent, how to get your money, right. They got the today. What, what's that? Sy- sy- the symposium. Yeah, the symposium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's only one day, though, right? It's. I think they try to do it like three days now. Three days. Oh, okay. But we had we had when I was out there. They they matter of fact they had uh some of the guys that came in like Christian Watson, some of the rookies. They were out there too, kind of talking to these guys. And so they had like a a, a nice like you know kind of greet and meet talking with these guys. You know, uh, Sherman that was out there. Uh, Richard Sherman talking to him, mm-hmm. you know, just about things that's going on with the, where the NFL is going, you know. And I think you just need to have more conversation with guys, just talking about, you know, what we trying to do, what we trying to do as far as like controlling our own future. I think the NBA got it down pat. You know what I'm saying? I really do. NFL owners is a whole different. That's a whole different monster to deal with them jokers. You know what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> so that's uh, all about man. Just uh, you know, keeping that collaboration. You know, talking to those guys, man, because that's important. It's important. Get them young guys to understand it. But, man, you talking about just having a good time, man, L.A., I mean, how are you not going to like L.A.? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so next year when you go, I'm going to carry your luggage. <laughs> Kylie going to do your hair. Uh, Boogie, uh, Boogie's the fall guy. We just want to ride with you, Doug. We just want to ride with you. Hey, man, y'all invited. Anytime. Y'all know where. Anytime, man. We go out there and, and, and West Coast anytime y'all want to. You know it's how you didn't include me. You know it's how you didn't include me. No, I was, I was looking for a place for you. I was looking for you. You could be, uh, I don't know. What, what can you do? You talk skinny, you can be an agent. Hey, listen, I, I can negotiate. I can do some negotiations or whatnot, you know what I mean? Get some stuff set up. <laughs> sure hey, no, nah, he can't even get Lamar paid. I'm cool. Oh, that. man, don't start. Do not start. Do uh, not, what? Do not uh, start. Yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, Jason, man, um, you know, as you know, March Madness is going on right now, man. I don't know if you really follow college basketball like that, but yeah. who you got cut down the nets, man? We got winning it all. So I was talking to my guy, barbershop, and all these uh, dudes, uh, shop, Gonzalez. You know, we all basketball guys. We love it. So here, here's my four. I'm going to give you my four, top four, okay? Then I, I'm going to tell you okay. who I got cutting down the nets. All right. So my top four that I got finishing up uh, is Alabama, 
Okay. Okay. I got uh, Houston. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gonzaga. All right. Uh, and Duke. I'm a Duke fan. I like Duke. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, it was, hey, man, it was nice having Jason on the show. We out of here. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Jason, you turn me off. You turn me off. Hear me out. Hear me out, though. For real. There's a reason. There's a reason for everything, right? Okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you my story. About oh, my boy. All right. Look, I, look, I know y'all rock chalk. I know y'all out there in the zoo and all that. Target. I'm a zoo guy. I'm oh, you, a zoo guy, you, man. You and Zeke? That's why this is so painful for me. Oh, man. Wow. Dang, God. What are you doing? Since birth. Let me, oh, let me see no. if. Uh, let me see where they are in the, in the tournament. Let me see where they are. They're, they're not in it. Don't do oh, this to me. Oh, 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 oh. You know what I remember, though? That's cold, I do remember, I do remember sending Duke home and sending Coach K home last year in the Final Four. That was oh. Nice. Oh. That's right. You got that. You're right. You got that's, that. Got a little send off for him. You getting spicy. He's not in the tournament. Juice already knew that. already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway. my, my, my nephew's a look. He's a huge Tar Heels fan. My nephew, you know, loves him to death. So I give him the business every chance I get. Every chance I get. <laughs> I called him tonight. Be like, yo, man, what time do you see when the Tar Heels play? What time they play? Like, oh, okay. All right, we ain't gonna do that. Uh -uh. <laughs> Absolutely. But I, look, I, I became, look. I quick story. I became a Duke fan in high school. We wore white and blue. Obviously, up here in Kentucky, I was a Wildcat fan. I went to one of the players when I was younger than Sweet 16, was Rex Chapman and Ed Davender. Went to Rex Chapman. Chapman cussed us out. It was like a whole group of us. And ever since then, you know, I mean, you know, we was young, you know, college, you know, they, I was like, you know what? I'm done with UK. So I'm a UK fan by default, but I became a Duke fan. That's the other team I knew that had white and blue was Duke. That was Carolina it. Blue. Carolina. Blue, that baby blue is oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least you got cussed out by a legend, though. Rex Chapman, he's a man yeah. in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. You know, just and I just, you know what? And and I vowed from that day forth. I said, man, if I ever get in a position like that, I would never talk to kids that way. I'm gonna sign every autograph and stuff like that. I would never treat a kid that way. But that's uh, dope. Yeah. Hey. So that's the reason. That's the story. Yeah. How'd you become yeah, a yeah. fan? Gosh, I have a couple of reasons. Um, I'm a big Jordan fan, always been a big Jordan fan. So there's that. But uh, my uncles are big Duke fans, and they tormented me growing up. They're not much older than I am, and they just like to let me have it about everything. So finally, one day I turned around, I was like five or six or something. I was like, you know what? Screw you, screw your team. I like the Tar Heels, and it just from there it became like all of this this huge thing. And I haven't looked back since. And this season was really hard because it shouldn't have ended the way it did. But here we are. Yeah. What about that? Who y'all got? We, we you know. 
But yeah, I like your four though, Jason Dunn. This was my four though. Um, I don't have Mizzou going to the final four. No, I can't do it until I got to see it for myself. I'm going to root for them though. But uh, my four is Memphis, Texas, mm. Alabama, and sure, what was the damn? What was the other one? Princeton. No, no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's kind of, it's escaping me right now, man. It's crazy. Um, oh yeah. Um, damn. Do you have Arizona? No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, I don't know why it's escaping me right now. Cause I usually had this memorized this stuff Kansas. memorized in my head. Cause you know you got Kansas winning. Hell no, no. I don't. I don't have Kansas winning. <laughs> Forget that, dog. Um, I I think the I, I do. I got the other one. I got the other one up. Um, the other one I had was. This thing going slow. Connecticut, UConn. That was my other one. UConn. Yeah, and UConn. I got uh, Texas. I got Texas winning. I got Texas mm. winning. All, so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to DG. He a Texas fan. So. Man, it's still football season for me. I'm just rooting for Kansas. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Football season. Yeah. Anybody but KU, yourself, Missouri, and Duke. Who's that? Anybody but KU, Missouri, and Duke. That's how far it goes. <laughs> man, that's crazy. Hey, Don, man, um, a, a day one supporter, man. We we appreciate you. We love you. You got a great show. Um, man, when E coming back, man? I, never mind. We'll, hey, shout out to E. Just had a birthday. Yeah. Uh, Eric just had a birthday. What? What was it? Last week, right? Last week. Last week of the week. Last week. Yeah. Happy birthday yeah, to Warfield, week. man. He yeah, out there yeah. golfing, huh? <laughs> I know something. That's all he do, man. That's all he do. So, but yeah, yeah, y'all got a y'all got a wonderful pat, uh, podcast over there, Chiefs Concerns. Y'all do a great job. Uh, great shows every week. Check them out. Uh, Jason Dunn, you know, man, you know we love you, bro. You know how we feel about you. So. Uh, we appreciate you, man. Every time you got a chance, you reach out, you show love, and then we – that same love back, man. Man, love y'all back, man. Seriously, for real, man. Like I said, man, I appreciate y'all, like, the first time bringing me on and then coming out here. I was wondering when y'all would get me back on here, man, come talk to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's like family. I mean, this is this is us sitting around here in the living room just talking and, and chopping it up. <laughs> so kick it and have a good time. So You a busy man, Jason. <laughs> I am. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm off and on busy. You know what I mean? Like certain, certain times I'm, 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 I'm available. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes it's like a lot of stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like slow down. You know how it is. Sometimes you just got to slow down, you know, you know, so you know, that door yeah. is open for you whenever, wherever, whenever, wherever the door is always open. Are you coming to the draft, though? Are you coming to KC for the draft? I do plan on being out there. Absolutely. We got to meet up, yep. man. Hey, we got to meet up. You know we got to link up. We got to meet up. Y'all let me know. Y'all let me know. What up, Kyle? My man, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, you just got, now got, got here. Come on, Kyle. Do I know. Do I told you 8 o'clock, Kyle. I did shout you out, too. I'm taking it out. Edit that shout out to Kyle that I had earlier, man. <laughs> Yeah, hey, we got to get some barbecue. Boogie and Kylie have not seen draft day yet, so we got to watch that. 
Yeah. Have you watched Draft Day before, Davis? I have. Yes. Tell them they gotta watch the movie. It's not great, but yeah, it's it's Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But you 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 like it. He did a bad job of selling us on it. I I want you to know that. He did a horrible job selling it to me and Kyle. He said, I mean, it's a bad movie, but. (laughs) Give it a shot. Give it a shot. We're like, nah, 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 nah. Hold on, man. It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. It's just. It's like this. You got to find the intensity of like being in the room. That's what you're going to do. Once you get into that, and you just feel it. You're like, okay, like you could, you know, the energy and all. You know what I'm saying? That, that'd be it. But uh, as far as acting and all that, I mean, it's, you know. I, yeah, guys, I think it captures the um, the energy of being in the draft room, yeah. like from the coaches and all that. I think it nails that part. Now, the love story and all the other drama is. story. Oh, no. <laughs> Kylie, come on, man. <laughs> Kylie said, I'm you don't need a draft day with a love story. It's Hollywood. I told you, it's Hollywood. It's always gonna be something. It's Hollywood. Somebody gonna fall in love. It's gonna be something. And, you know, the girl's gonna leave, and he's gonna run after. He's gonna have to come back, and they, you know, he's got hey, it when back. They get, when they get on Tubi, I'll watch it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, Chadwick Boseman is in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, rest okay. Peace. okay. Rest peace, Chadwick, man. Right. Right. So we doing it out of love for Chadwick, okay? That's I just sold the movie. <laughs> Consider it now. Yes, if you if Kansas City definitely hit me up, I will definitely be on your head about seeing you around the draft. So yeah, we definitely got to do that, bro. Let's do it, man. We are well to go and, and break bread somewhere. Let's, let's do it. I'm I'm down for it. I'm da- absolutely yeah, down nice. for it, man. This, I tell you what, man. I'm, so, I'm excited for the draft out in Kansas City this year. Uh, I had some cousins, Mike. Every year they 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 put a you know group together. They went out to Vegas last year. Some of my cousins and I was just like, man, I ain't, I ain't going out to Vegas. I said the next one's in Kansas City. I said, y'all coming to my town? I'll come show y'all a good time. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, man. I'm trying to get everything in order. I'm trying to get everything in order, but I'll definitely be there. All right? Yeah, so we'll put definitely together. keep us in mind, man. I I definitely want to meet you and, and break bread with you and everything. Absolutely. And, and here's some more stories, some Jackie Slater stories now. Ooh, man. <laughs> real dude right there, man. Real dude. Jackie could play out there right now. You know, I would take his, his mindset. If I could take his mindset and put it into these, these young bodies, man. Man, we just spent five minutes talking about the draft being in KC. Did you ever think, ever in life, did you ever think – what are we going through right now as a franchise, a city? Like, did you ever could see it? Could not, could not see it. I mean, this, this winning the Super Bowl, having the draft, where everything is, like you said, right now. I mean, this, this, this is perfect. This is perfect for KC. So, everybody should be excited out there, man. No. Yeah, yeah. And we just, and we just got that new airport. That new airport is fresh, man. Yo, I, he I, said I, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I seen the video to some of it. Now I didn't know they, you know, I I didn't know they was doing all that to the airport. You know what I'm saying? Because last time I came in, they were still doing like the uh, construction of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Last couple of times I came to Kansas City, I, I drove out there. You know what I mean? Because I was making some stops and all that. But 
airport looks yeah looks nice looks real nice yep but yeah jason man we appreciate you hopping on man um you of course gonna do this again sometime bro but yeah definitely gonna link up for the draft man no doubt man appreciate y'all family all right y'all be good man all right we're gonna check in after the draft we definitely gonna check in after the draft yes sir gotcha all right now so all right bro take it easy man all right and I right, love so <laughs> before we go ahead and wrap this up, man, let's get to our sponsor before we close out the show. Uh, shout out to the good people at Homage here. Uh, what they got going on is what you, what you call Homage Madness. So they got a, they got college apparel for, like, you know, the teams that are in it, and they got other stuff as well going on. So okay. country always do that. Um, 20 to 40% off site-wide. Um the baseball season is right around the corner, so they got the MLB Retro Helmet Series going on uh, with the T-shirts. It's still Women's History Month, so you got the collection going on with the All-American Girls Baseball Collection, and you still got the NBA Fire Collection as we get closer to the NBA playoffs. So, pay homage, copy some gear. Hey, they got some satin baseball starter jackets. They hot, bro. They they fire for real. They ain't got a Royals one yet, but they got some fire satin starter jackets, man. Baseball jackets are hard for real. Oh shoot, I missed that. But yeah, uh, they do need. Yeah, come on, Hamish. Yeah, get us the Royals one, man. I know our team is down and out right now. I know we near the bottom of the map right now. But yeah, man, you know the Royals jackets are nice, man. Got to get another one of those made. So, yeah. But Kylie, you didn't mention your final four. I mean, do you care who's winning? I mean, do you got somebody in mind who's going to cut down the nets? I got Alabama. I got uh, Alabama, Houston, Marquette, someone else. I can't think of my last team. Who am I missing? I don't know. But I got Alabama winning. Kansas. Not Kansas. <laughs> well, but all right, y'all. With that yeah, being said, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share on social media platforms. Till the next episode, we out of here, people. We Bye. need ten subs to five hundred. Get us to five hundred. Yeah, we only twelve away or ten away. Yeah, and follow the Instagram too. Follow the Instagram. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah.